Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Well, that smell. That's Amy back in the studio. There she there is. She What's the smell? Come on, the smell of pretty. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, she's been on the show, but in limited capacity because she's been doing the show from like an attic or a guest room or something at her house. And every third time we'd go to her, it'd be like, <laughs> like she's on the moon. I yeah. Know. So then we just gave up. She'd be like, I. Technology is like, not there yet. Are you on a cell yet. phone from 97? Or, <laughs> uh, but Amy's back in the studio today, which is pretty exciting. Uh, Let's start with this. Dan and Shay were in yesterday on the show, and we have this thing where I don't like to be in here when an artist is sound checking. So where do you go? I wonder where you go. I I leave. I hide. Just go hide? Well, it's just awkward for me to sit here at my desk. They're right in front of me, and they're getting there, and they feel pressure because I'm waiting. And so we have this whole dance we do where they're in the green room. All the doors are shut. I go to my office and shut my door. Then they come through. We never see each other. They sound check completely. We got sound in here. Then when they're done, Scooby gives me the signal, and I walk in. I'm like, hey, how's it going? Good. They feel no pressure to hurry then. So when that's happening, though, we got instruments being tested. They're doing vocal warm-ups. And so this is Shay from Dan and Shay. I mean, he's just the best singer, maybe period, in all of Nashville and all of country music. Here are a couple of clips of him checking his vocals, just making sure you can hear him. And this is him just singing the jingle of the Bobby Bone Show. This is a Bobby Bone Show. Uh, that's what we're performing today. <laughs> so good. This is him <laughs> ripping it off. Messing there. around. This is. Uh, and here is, because uh, they sang Nothing on You. 
And remember, this is sound check. Go ahead. Mm, I never seen nothing like you. Did we get it? <laughs> that was it. That was it. You got Check it. That. So that wasn't even him on the show. That was him just kind of getting loose. I mean, it's crazy how good his voice is. But just a really great appearance by those guys yesterday. I always love when they come by. I listed on my Instagram like five guests that if they go, hey, we'd like to come in, we basically always say yes because they're very generous with their answers and they're, they're really great interviews, even if they've been in recently. I put Jake, he's just our best guest pound for pound. Uh, Lady A is always really good. Dan and Shay, Reba, even if it's on the phone, she's just blunt and awesome and just like, hey, you have a username for reservation? Yep, sure do. I say, Reba McIntyre's coming. <laughs> they give me a table. You just got, you have to admire that. So uh, it was really good to have Dan and Shay. It's on the podcast there if you want to check it out. Let's go over to Josh, who is calling us from Virginia. Hey, Josh, we appreciate you calling. What's up, buddy? Hey, Bobby, I had a quick question. So I heard you talking about how you had Dan and Shay play at your wedding, Ronnie Dunn and Gary from Rascal Flats. Um, we have a wedding planned for next year, and I would love to somehow get a hold of Eric Church or Tyler Childress. Mm-hmm. And I was curious if you know how much it would cost to even get them out for, say, an hour. And if so, how would you go about asking, you know, an artist to play at your wedding? Great question. First of all, I'd like to say mine was free and they live down the road. So <laughs> I didn't have to hand any of that. They're all they're all friends. It was free. I paid nothing. Uh, food. I fed them. Yes, you they did. had a seat. Um, okay, so let's do one of these at a time. You're having a wedding and you want to know how much it would cost to get like an Eric Church or a Tyler Childers to play at your wedding, right? Yes, sir. I would say... After you covered travel, and I'm assuming they'd want to be flown in private unless it was close, you'd probably need about half a million dollars. <laughs> even Maybe even more. Oh, oh my God. De- de- yeah. De- yeah, depending on, especially an artist like that. They don't do weddings. So half a million bucks, and that's on the low end. I mean, you're going to get Eric Church to show up and do. Uh, you can probably get a deal with Childers, though, huh? I don't think. No, no, no deal. I mean, half a million? Maybe, may, I don't. I'm just throwing this out there. Maybe. Three or four hundred million for children. I mean, three or four hundred thousand for children. But I don't know. Oh. But it's yeah. So is this guy Anderson? Well, and then the other question was, how would you go about asking? Uh, you would just probably get on Google and go Eric Church Management, and then you could find who his management is and find their email and just send an email and be like, hey, I'm looking to hire Eric Church for a wedding. And then when they reply back, H A H A H A H A, or are you the prince of a country that? Um, then you yeah. can respond from that. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Um, but yes, and then you got to pay. For, you're gonna pay for them to fly there, and I'm talking about flying private, so you, that'll cost you another sixty grand. Probably. But if you have the money, some of these guys absolutely they do these weddings. I saw Old Dominion playing a wedding the other day on somebody's Instagram. Dang! First, yeah. first time they'd ever played a wedding. I bet you get them for like two hundred fifty thousand, two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand. That's wow. a deal. So that's that's clearance rack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> must go. Uh, yeah, Josh. So what do you think about that? Now, does the cost go down as if the artist is older? Like, now, what about if I got like uh, Travis Tritt or Gary oh. Allen? Does their price go go down since they're a little bit older? Or is it still higher since they're <laughs> such a, you know, in the golden age? Right. It, it really has nothing to do with age. It has to do with what kind of their rate is to play a concert and what they think their time is worth. 
So would you be able to get Travis Tritt or Gary Allen for less than Church or Childers? Absolutely. Uh, you'd probably be able to... I mean, you could probably get them for 150000 or so. I'm just... Guys, I'm just throwing numbers out there. <laughs> uh, here we go. Here is... Tyler Childers booking info. When considering to hire Tyler Childers, you need a secure minimum budget of $250,000 to $435,000. Wow, you were right. So, I, yeah, I was kind of on there. And Eric Church, either it, it just H A H A H A H A. In your dreams. Um, yeah. Here you go. I mean, it's a million bucks at least. Mm-hmm. Woo! Whoa. Come on. Yeah. So, uh, some, it's $2 million. So, it's a tough thing to do. I would encourage you to go with more of the likes of the Raging Idiots. <laughs> we're, a little, so we're a little cheaper. We're a little cheaper. <laughs> we're a little cheaper. Uh, I mean, how, I'm, I guess some extra steak you can send us home with. Uh, yeah, Josh, I know that's not the news you wanted, but that's the news you got, buddy. Yeah, well, it's reality. I know. It is reality. It stinks sometimes. <laughs> like, what's your budget? How much are you looking to spend on somebody to play? Uh, well, depending on artists, probably around five, six hundred k what? Uh, what? Right, whoa, whoa, we're, we're available. 100K? Okay, whoa. okay, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hey, I thought today? you were going to say 5000 You got half a million dollars to spend on an artist? Uh, well, it's kind of inheritance, so. But you're going to spend it. Why, mm-hmm. why not buy a, like a, a nice beach house? You, holy oh, crap. Oh, man. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm Josh's friend. <laughs> hold on. I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> What's your full wedding budget? Uh, Total wedding budget, it's probably around... Mm, like 2.1, 2.2. Well, well this, Josh, if I can make you a list of probably pretty good artists you could get for yeah. for two uh, for two hundred thousand um, dollars, if you would like that at some point, I could probably make that for you. I can't guarantee it, and but I could do that for you if that's something you'd be interested in. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let me get okay. your information. We'll bring you back in a day or two, and I'll, I'll make a little list for you, okay? Awesome, awesome. All right. Okay. All right, buddy. Good to talk to you. This guy's so rich. It is. This is maybe our richest caller ever that's not an artist. Right. I wow. thought we were or just Or Morgan talking, and Morgan. Um, <laughs> pipe true. dream here. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it was just hypothetically speaking. All right, Josh, uh, Ray, wow. get his number. We'll call him back. He could really get church if he wanted to now. Yeah. Mm. Uh, no, that's no. the whole thing. <laughs> He's got to put his whole budget into yeah, church. Yeah, he needs food about. and cake. <laughs> On the phone, Steve in Massachusetts. Steve, what's up, buddy? Hey, listen, I love Lunchbox. His theory is crazy about some stuff, but um, if you look at it, the people who win the lottery, they play the same number all the time. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I challenge him to look at that because I know he wants to spend a lot of money. He's asking you guys for 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, he's crazy. He, we're playing the lottery tonight, 500 million bucks. Um, I gave 20. Eddie gave 20. Scuba gave 20. Amy, do you want to give him 20? You still have a chance. I do. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. Then don't be forced in. Yeah, yeah, don't Only sound so sad to. about it. We need positive no, energy. I, I don't feel like I you're smiled. just being pushed into it. I'm in. Do you want to be a 500 millionaire? I, I feel like we kidnapped you in <laughs> more than invited you in. I don't want to miss out on it. Okay, uh, Steve, appreciate that. We're doing quick picks? Yeah, we're doing quick picks. We don't play the same numbers over and over because if we miss a time, then yeah. we'd all end ourselves. Yeah. I wouldn't. I'd be like, dang, oh. that stinks. Yeah. Uh, Cameron and Baton Rouge, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. Cameron, thank you for calling. What's going on, buddy? Hey, I was just going to give a shout-out to Lunch about the lottery. Tell him don't give up. And if I win, I'm going to try it for the first time today. I'm going to give him $50 million. Whoa! Oh, wow. <laughs> Save this dude's number. Get his information. What up? One, that's not legally binding. Two, we'll never No, it is legally. If he wins, yeah, yeah. I, I will be driving down to Louisiana. Yeah, what are you going to do? Just drive to the middle of the state? And no, I'm going to show up in his house and be like, what up? Where's my check? 
All right, Cameron. I appreciate Woo! that, buddy. Good luck. I hope you win. And I hope we never hear from you again because you're so rich. You decide not to call us back because you don't want to give Lunchbox $50 million. Oh, no. If it happens, I will. Just be on the lookout for Cameron. All right, Cameron. <laughs> if we see this, uh, someone yeah. from Louisiana won. I'm going to start freaking that'd be, out. That'd be crazy. Oh. <laughs> All right, Cameron. Appreciate you. All right, let's go over and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Bobby Bones. It's my first time sending an email in. Let me know if you think this is good behavior. My fiance and I live in an apartment complex. Nothing too fancy, but nice. When walking our dog, we will absolutely pick up any poop he leaves in open grassy areas and where other people might walk. However, our dog likes to poop in bushes sometimes. Not next to bushes, like inside of the bush. He also likes to poop in the shaded privacy of the woods surrounding our complex. I do not pick that up. What do you think? Thanks, Sam in Knoxville. If it is somewhere that no one will step, there is no need to pick it up. If it's in a bush, I'm never going to step in a bush. And if I do, I got bigger problems than the dog poop. I'm hiding from somebody. Yeah. Um, There's no need to pick up poop in a bush. Also, in the woods, if it's not on a trail, it's the woods. These woods are made for pooping, <laughs> and that's what your dogs will do. So you're all good. You're picking the poop up in places people walk, and you're leaving it in places where they don't. I completely co-sign with your behavior, and I think you're a really good dog owner. So keep that up, and thank you for the email, Sam in Knoxville. All right, if you want to email us, you can. Morgan, what's that address? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. All right, there you go. We got your email, and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. I'm looking back at some of Morgan's reviews. She gave Seinfeld a 2.5 out of 5 score. No. 2.5 jackets. <laughs> and we make Morgan go back and watch older shows because Morgan was born in 1993. Three. Yeah. Uh, Back to the Future, she gave a high score. Four out of five DeLoreans. The Karate Kid, 4.5 out of five Cobra Kais. And only one thing she's ever reviewed got a five out of five, and that was Shawshank Redemption. But Austin Powers, terrible review. The Goonies got a bad review. Saved by the Bell, just an okay review. But we had her watch Beavis and Butthead, (laughs) which it's an old cartoon from the 90s. Two idiots. They're like stoner kids, but they're not really stoner. (laughs) Like teenagers. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, but you don't really... They're posers, really. I don't even think they do any bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. We loved it. Like, if you were a guy in the late 90s, this was your show. Yeah. So, Morgan, what did you watch this on? Okay, so I had to rent it on YouTube, or buy it, buy the episodes on YouTube. Not YouTube TV. I had to go on to YouTube and buy episodes on YouTube. So you own oh. them? Well, f- yeah, for now. <laughs> so you... Couldn't find them on a streaming service anymore? No, like they have them on Peacock, but it's only season four through 11. And I started watching that. I was like, this doesn't make sense. I'm confused. Mm. And then I had to do research. It was a whole thing. Okay, so give me your Beavis and Butthead review. I'm glad that you said it was a guy show because it's very much a guy show. I was watching this and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. (laughs) (laughs) Arguably even more stupid than Austin Powers. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was like, is there going to be a point to this? And they would have moments where there was a point. But seriously, you're just sitting there watching them go. (laughs) 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 And I'm like, there's really 30 minutes of them laughing like this that entire time. I couldn't even fathom that this was actually a show on TV. Not just a show. It was like the best show. We yeah. wait for it every week to come on. 
I, I get that you guys waited for it. I would love to know if there are any women out there that really love the show because every time I was like, I now understand why Bobby and Eddie and Lunchbox <laughs> and Mike D love this show because it's so it's for dudes. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. can laugh at very <laughs> immature things and you have somebody agreeing with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah. What do you write it? Oh, gosh. Uh, 0.5 out of 5. Wow. wow. There's a new Whoa. low. Wow. Uh, what, what was the unit of measure? <laughs> <laughs> That's all they did the whole time. <laughs> yes. And they, I feel like they even encouraged more like bad behavior. Like these dudes were hanging out with serial killers. Uh -huh. What? They were painting how like I'm watching this in real time and I'm like, you they are teaching some really bad lessons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know who you know they're idiots, so you go, Well, they're doing idiotic things. Yes. You don't look at them and go, those they're real inspirations, I want to be like them. I don't know. I feel like people could watch that and be like, this is funny. I'm going to do that. That's what all the parents said, too. Like, <laughs> don't watch I wasn't that allowed to all watch right, it. All right, 0.5. Yeah, point 0.5. That's a new low. Okay, well, next up, you'll have a month to watch. Have you ever seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? I have not. It is, yes. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It was my number one favorite movie for most of my life up until like 30. So that will be next up. That all is right. Keanu Reeves, his first major role. And this is from when? Probably like 92 or 93, if I'm That's guessing. It's my 80s? Maybe. Oh, wow. 89. 89. Dang. It's Dude, that a long old, huh? time ago. <laughs> so good, though, Morgan. You're going to love it. This is out before she was born. <laughs> yeah. It was like four years. Yeah. Next up, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. All right, Morgan. Thank you. I do think anything's going to be better than Beavis and Butthead, though. I really yeah, do. Yeah, it's pretty good. I put it in a good spot <laughs> to get a good review. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Kane Brown announced his third album called Different Man. It will be released on September 9th and features 17 songs. Mitchell Tenpenny shared what he loves most about summertime. I think it's easy. The thing I love about summertime the most is just being outdoors. I am born and bred to be outdoors. I love everything about being outside, and the summertime is the best vibe you can get when you're outdoors. Except for the bugs all the time. It gets a little mosquito heavy down here in the south but uh, I'd take it just to be outside. Miranda Lambert talked about her new home collection line, Wanda June, and why she named it that. Wanda June Home is named after two ladies that are very close to my heart. Um, my mom, Beverly June Lambert, and my grandmother, Wanda Louise Coker, AKA my nanny. My mom and my grandmother both taught me everything I know about being a woman and all that comes with that, but most importantly, how to make something out of nothing. I'm Morgan. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Tina Gunn, she was in her car with her family. She's uh, driving back from her son's track meet in Minnesota, and her tire pops. Boom! Flat tire. Da -da 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 -da, pulls over to the side of the road. She gets her phone to call a roadside assistance. Oh, no service. Great. Oh, that stinks. Don't know what to do. Man, and that's when Zach Tweet, he's a freshman linebacker at the University of Iowa, pulls up in his truck and says, you need any help, man? She says, yes, I have a flat tire. So he gets out, he fixes her flat tire, and she's on her way. She goes, oh, my gosh, that nice young man didn't have to stop. And it reminded me of myself. Because okay. I'm thinking. It reminded you of you. Yes. She didn't say it reminded her of her. You, no, no, you no. turned this about you this real quick. This story reminds me of myself because I used to do this. Mm -hmm. I used to love seeing someone stranded on the side of the road and be like, oh, do you need help? And then they'd lock their doors like, nope. I got my husband on the phone. Nope, I got I got someone coming. Thank you. So I've stopped doing it. But maybe I should. Look, this guy stopped to help this woman. And I mean, she says he was a hero. Well, I'm looking at it here. And 
she had no way to get help, and it's awesome. I don't think you should stop doing it because people say no. Man, I tell you, five in a row, we're like, no, I got my husband on the five way. Five in, in a row. row. So Elliot oh, stopped more than five times I to love, help people. Oh, I love stopping, and I'm not saying I'm going to fix your car. I say, hey, if you need to make a phone call, here's my phone. No, 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 they lock their doors. We're good. Thank you. Okay, fine. Move on. What are you? What's your opening line? <laughs> Hello, do you need help? No, no. I are think, you licking your lips? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I think just now, whether they have a cell phone, they're like, we don't need help. Someone's coming to help me. Well, then can you just because that's happened to me a couple times? I say, hey, do you need any help? Caitlin, I've been in the car. Somebody's. All we do is roll the window down and go, hey, you guys okay? Do you need help? And they're like, we're all good. There's yeah. never an awkward jump in the car and lock the doors. Well, no, they don't jump in the car. They're already in the car. They just keep their windows rolled up and they wave. Oh, we're good. Thank you. But you must be doing something to creep them out. I don't know, man. Maybe it's my mustache. Should I shave the mustache? Bobby, is this another instance of Eddie making himself look good because that's what, oh, I do this all the time. I don't know, but is he making himself look good? Because I feel like he makes himself look like a creep because people are like. That's why he was creepy 2022. Mr. Creepy by Amy. What? Oh, yeah. She did award you Mr. Creepy 20. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. Yeah, Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. Okay. Um, that's a great story. What was the Iowa football player's name? His again? name is Zach Tweet. So on Saturday mornings, if you see him, University of Iowa, linebacker, you see that quarterback get sacked, you're like, ooh, I bet you that's Zach. T-W-E-D-T. Zach Twitted. Oh, boy. Twitted? Zach Tweet. Did I mispronounce that? I don't know. I don't know him. But <laughs> Zach, awesome, dude. Call us if you're listening. Uh, that's it. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. You know, the Musks, just kind of a bizarre family. I mean, Elon, he's having, he's had a bunch of kids, right? But then he had, I think, twins with one of his executives at at Tesla. And that just kind of came out that the the twins were already born. And then his dad, which we talked about yesterday, he's 76 and he just had a second child. Not second child overall, but a second child with his 35-year-old stepdaughter. So that's weird. I mean, Elon's described his dad as evil and a terrible human being. Wow. His his dad is an engineer, though, so he got that. Okay. But it's just... (laughs) And Elon is like, the biggest threat to Earth is underpopulation. That's what he is saying. So he's like, have a lot of kids. Well, I was thinking about Scuba Steve, because Scuba, your wife is just telling you to get a vasectomy constantly. Uh, When I hear that word, I just, I absolutely cringe. So you don't want to get one? I do not want to get one, no. Do you want to have more kids? I, that's the debate we're having because we I haven't revealed this too much on the show. I think you know, but we have our third child coming, and once we found that out, my wife's like, "You're done. That's it. Three and three. We're no more. You need to get a vasectomy." Ah, I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't come out. I can't do it. <laughs> so okay, let's say that you could just say the word gibble gobble, and okay. then you're not you wouldn't have kids anymore. Okay, you would stop at three if you just said the word gibble gobble three times. Would you say gibble gobble three times and go, okay, I'm done having kids? No, because gibble gobble is still related to me doing the nope, surgery. No, you have to do no surgery. It just all of a sudden, it's like Beetlejuice. He shows up okay. and you say it three times. Gibble if you gobble, say gibble gobble. gobble. No, 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 it's not a real thing. <laughs> but if you can just say those words, there's no surgery, there's nothing, and then you no more kids. Would you do that? Um, that's part of it. The other part of it is, is I still want to be able to have children at some point. Like if I change my mind and she changes her mind in three or four years. Isn't it reversible? It is. Yeah, but you have to go through surgery again and that's painful. So you're scared of the cutting. I'm, I'm scared of any, to- any kind of surgery, needles, all that. No, thank you. Is it surgery or needles or is it surgery and needles down there? <laughs> surgery and needles in general, but down there is a great, uh, way to really freak me out. You know, there've been millions of men who've had it done. That's fine. No, 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 I know, but I'm just saying, yes, it's scary. Yeah. I, when I went to get a colonoscopy and an endoscopy, uh, because I have digestion issues, and not the same, but I thought, oh, no, I'm scared because they're sticking a tube up my butt. 
but also into my body and they have to put me under. And then I'm like, they do this every day with old people, young people. Same thing. There are men a lot more manlier than you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Probably they, somewhere. They, they've somewhere gotten it done. In the yeah. world right now, someone's getting it done. So I, you shouldn't be scared of it. I also understand that you think you might want to have kids again later thing, but she doesn't want you to. She was, that's what we always, in the moment we have these thoughts, but then years go by and you change your mind. Wait, in the moment? Okay, that's a different thought. The in the moment thought, a whole different thought. <laughs> is it we want there to have a no kid thought. or we're in the moment we're just, what happens, happens? Well, I mean, that's what happened when we got our third kid, just what happens, happens. So she's afraid that's going to continue to happen because we're, we're both really good at making kids. Mm-hmm. And she's afraid that we'll continue to have more and more kids and she won't be able to handle the stress of having more and more children. And, you, and she doesn't want any more. You're good. She's good. She's she would be fine with three and done, but I feel like there would still be the inkling in the back of her head. What if we could have one more? But why can't you just get the vasectomy, and then if you don't want it anymore, have it reversed and she, le- let her still go surgeryless? Because I, why can't we just not have the vasectomy? Because you may have another kid. Well, yeah, then that happens. Then that's just part of life. But she doesn't want to have another kid. I know, I know. I, that, that's where I, that's where I I can't figure out what to do because I want to please her and I want her to be happy. Get a vasectomy. I, I, I don't, I, I, if I roll this dice, oh man, it's a one in ten spot, and you don't have to do it. But yeah. if it lands on seven, this is a sign from above. Okay, that's saying Scuba Steve should get a vasectomy. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna roll. I'll even roll it up front. If it lands on seven, this is divine dice intervention. Okay, is this the hundred sided die or no? The it's a ten sided. Okay. One in ten shot here. Okay, all right. If it lands on seven. <laughs> Shut Stop up. it. No, it's Stop not. it. Come on. No, Stop come it. on. Come on. <laughs> That's the face of it's Lunchbox not seven. Lunchbox is walking over. No, it's not. Shut up. Come on. Not six. You okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> it was next door. It was knocking on it. It is. It's it was not. knocking. Wow. That's your warning. There's my sign to not yeah. do it. Okay, so would you rather have another kid in a year or mm-hmm. get a vasectomy? I'd rather have another kid in a year for sure. You would. Okay. Oh, my God, yeah. Well, the, but what about her? What would she rather do? The vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why not let her win one? Because I feel like she wins a lot, and I want to. And I and she like does dang. your what? She irons your underwear. No, let him talk, guys. Let him talk. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear this. Uh, I don't want to put myself in a position where I, I will forget what I what I'm going to say, but I just I I can't do it. And it has nothing to do with my manliness. You can. I'm sure okay. that I can, but I don't want to. Okay, one more roll. The hundred sided dice. Okay. If it lands on seven. That's a real sign. Oh, that's a real yeah. But if if one in a hundred like that, then then I'm doing it t- tomorrow. Thirteen. Okay, good. Oh. Pretty close though. Okay, well, let us know how this goes. I vote. Let's let's vote. Yeah. I vote vasectomy. Vasectomy. Never get a vasectomy. Don't get a vasectomy. Oh wow! What? All right, there we go. Mm. Two okay, for two. two, two. Don't do it, Morgan. Oh, get the vasectomy. She's had. She's now having three children. Like, yes. if get if, it. If she were to say, "Hey, I'm gonna get my tubes tied," would you let? Would you be like, "Okay, cool"? No, I wouldn't want that either because okay. then it takes away the chance of having okay. kids. The okay. three ladies have spoken. Get a vasectomy. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they have. All three of them. Let us know how it goes in that that conversation. Congratulations on your third baby. Thank you. I can't wait for that. It's gonna be amazing. But I think you should, if she would like you to, get it. Eddie doesn't have one. I don't. Is Sounds like he won't whoa, get whoa, one. Whoa, no, Neither no, of these no. guys Before over people here. start thinking things, we were doing a C-section and the doctor said, hey, we're already in there. If you want, uh, what do you call that one? Tubes tied. Tubes tied? Yeah. You want that done? You can get it done. If and w- this number lines on 69, <laughs> you have to get one. <laughs> okay, let's play. What? 89. Oh, okay, good. Not even oh. close. Well, Lunchbox, Lunchbox got three. Come on, Lunchbox. We, we have a doctor right outside the door. 
Here you go. 39. A lot of nines, though, boys. Oh. A lot of nines. Okay, Scuba Steve, keep us updated, okay? All right. All right. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? 
That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to draft the country artist who we think lives the most normal life. By the way, whomever finishes last has to hand feed the winner a breakfast during the show. It's just the whole show is like, I'd like a bite of that waffle, please. <laughs> so whomever finishes last has to feed the number one person. By the way, when we put it up online, we won't know whose team is who. You're voting blindly on team. That's really funny. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Morgan, we rolled the dice backstage. You're number one. Who are you drafting as the artist you think lives the most normal life? I feel like he's a massive star, but like his, you know, his outfits haven't changed. He, he's pretty low key. You don't see him spending a lot of money on big things. So I'm going Luke Combs. That's a good one. It's really good. I didn't even have him on my list. That's a good one. Yeah. He does have quite the big Rolex, though. Yes. Yeah. But like, as far, I'm trying like, to knock hers down. It's a good one. You know what I mean? Those it's just a good outfits one. Outfits haven't I'm changed. being a competitor right now. All right. You mean the outfits he's paid to wear? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. Hey, not very normal. Uh, hey, point bones. No. Uh, Ray, you're up. What artist do you think lives the most normal life? G. Say G. his name. Garth Brooks. I mean, oh. he plays stadiums on the weekends. During the week, I know for a fact, he works on the farm. We get it. You're Family not friends, we get it. All right. G. <laughs> I don't know about that, that one. <laughs> I'm going to go Thomas Rhett. Wow. Oh, yeah, he's like dad. Yeah. Good. If you follow him on Instagram, you know, it's all the normal dad things. And his songs are like, hey, I'm a normal guy. I'm just doing normal things. All I do is normal, 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 normal. When yeah. the phone rings, I answer like normal. Hello? That's his, <laughs> la- that's his last single. So I'm going Thomas Rhett. Amy. I'm going Dirks Bentley. Dang it. That's that good. That's a good one. Yeah, why Dirks? Because I just, I don't know. He, like, lives in a normal neighborhood. Like, he was talking about his kids just go out and play. Like, they hang out. Nothing extravagant. I mean, he has extravagant things like an airplane. He's got an airplane. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, he just, like, li- rides his bike. Lunchbox saw him riding his bike in the street. You know, stuff like that. All right, Lunchbox, you're the last pick of this first round. Who is the country superstar you think lives the most normal life? Jake Owen. Jake Owen just chills. He hangs out at the golf course. He lives on a land. He doesn't do anything. He, he doesn't buy land. anything. He's not flashy. He lives on a land. He, wears, he doesn't buy anything? <laughs> He's got lots of truck t-shirts. He's like an awesome truck t-shirt. Yeah. He's got a boat too. Yeah, he got a big boat. Awesome. <laughs> he did have a tiny house though. Yeah, he had well, a tiny house. Well, well, building, building, building a, a big house. Yeah. Oh, so you're telling me none of these people have big houses? No, no, we're just, you brought up tiny house, so we were just saying. No, no, don't try to knock mine. Jake Owen. Okay, I like, listen, I like it. I like it. He didn't buy anything. Jake's a pretty normal dude. Normal dude. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, so we all have our round one. Yeah. Now, since we went this way round one to kind of even it out, we go backward on round two. Lunchbox, that means you get to pick first this round. Yeah. Who do Easy. You have? Chris Stapleton. Yeah. I mean, that's a good one. Boom. Huge arenas, makes millions of dollars, and you know what? You don't see him doing anything flashy, just whatever, hanging out with the family. You don't see him doing anything. Nothing. Yeah. Exactly. Doing that. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I'm, not, I'm not sure he's real. <laughs> I think he just shows up, plays awesome music, then goes back away. Gets uh, put back in. All right, Amy. Miranda Lambert. 
I feel like she has so much success and she's just like out saving dogs, like working on the farm too, doing her thing. Yeah. I guess I just don't, I don't see her ever do anything. Yeah. Like Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Um, okay, I got to go next. I've only got one more on my list. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I've got two on my list. Oh. Okay. I'm going to go. Boy, this one's tough because he's actually normal, but I think people think he's not normal. Okay. Hmm. <sighs> I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Kane Brown. I had that. That wasn't who I was thinking about, my other one up here. I'm going to go Kane Brown. He shows you a lot of his life, his house, his kids. He's got some nice yeah, truck. I had him. I'm going to cross yeah, him off now. I, I, I'm going to go Kane Brown. What country star do you think lives the most normal life? Also, like, a really good dude. I think that should count for something, too. And he plays video games. That's pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back over to Raymundo. Got to do my boy Sam Hunt. I mean, I haven't seen him at a bar. I haven't seen him on the town. He's all been he does, down, for sure. All he, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> he's not next. doing much. No, don't even, don't he say just anything. gets uh, a bow and arrow and he gets his fishing pole and he just goes and hunts the land. I, I like it, Ray. Dude. I like it. Hey, Ray. right now, very normal life. I like it, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Morgan, who, what country superstar? Your second pick. Do you think lives the most normal life? Talk about working on a farm and just being, going out and partying and doing whatever. It's John Party. John Party. Yep. Yeah. He's got a lot of land, and that guy doesn't. His fun is working on land, and I'm not kidding. That's what he does for fun. John and I are friends. What are you doing today? Working on land. Why don't you hire somebody? Why would I? Do you hire somebody to play golf? Oh, oh wow, that's a good point. Good point. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. We have one more round, mm-hmm. Morgan. You have Luke Combs and John Party. That's a pretty solid team. Yeah, I'll be honest with I'll you. I feel good. Yeah. So who's your final pick? And I'm gonna add one more guy to that list because he lives off the radar. Talk about never knowing what he's gonna do, and he really hates TikTok, even though he just got on. It's Kip Moore. I oh, had, that's so good. I had Kip written in ink after all my other ones, so I put him up there <laughs> just in case. Yeah. But Kip Moore, okay. But is he normal? Because I say he lives an abnormal life if he's off the. Right. Like, he lives on the land. He's, like, gone. Like, no cell phone. No address. Off the grid. Yeah, he only eats what he can graze. <laughs> so that might not be very normal. But no, okay. that's above normal. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Raymundo, your final pick. You have Garth Brooks and Sam Hunt. Dustin Lynch, he even said there's no Uber Eats at his house, so I guess he just has to cook. Good. Yeah, he does a lot of tractor stuff, so he felt like, eh. Either he's got a good photographer and a fa- fake tractor, or he does that. <laughs> But I think he does. Um, I have Thomas Rhett and Kane Brown. This third pick is risky. Why? Because he's a massive superstar. Oh. You know what? I'm going to go Luke Bryan. I'm going to go Luke Bryan. Fishes, hunts, Living every day. Every day. Yeah, I got all the kids. I'm going Luke Bryan. And I'll tell you who I didn't pick in wine a minute. I didn't even have a Luke Bryan on my list, but he came to me because he li- he lives a really normal life when he's not an absolute superstar. But uh, yeah, so there you go. Um, that's mine. Amy? Uh, I don't even know. There's nobody left. <laughs> it's hard now. I got, a few, I got a few pretty good ones. Okay, I was thinking about George Strait because he doesn't like live in Nashville. Pick that he one. Stays yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Go, go yeah. George Strait. He stays with his roots. Go He's George in Strait. San Antonio. He works on the ranch. We like it. You hate it. No, no. I yeah, you do. Did he sell like a mansion recently? So what? These All these people, you tell me Luke Bryan doesn't have a... Massive house. Yeah, Luke Bryan has earned a lot. And he's rich. But so he's, has George. But it's like when they're not a superstar who lives a normal life. It could be George Strait. Go for it. Yeah, but I don't like it. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Shoot. 
Hmm. Okay, George Strait. George Strait. I think it's fine. I think some people are going to think it's a great because he does live. Right, he's not away. like in the spotlight. Lunchbox final pick. You have Jake Owen and Chris Stapleton. Who yeah. would you add to yours? Man, I have a couple that I'm thinking about. Like, I mean, Tim McGraw talks about taking the kids to school. The kids go to normal school. But I, I don't know. I think they're all like 30 now. But, but he, 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 he did. Lives, yeah. He did. Um, <laughs> he did. Oh, man, I don't know. But like, don't they all? I don't think they all take their kids to school. So, I mean, I'm not going to go Tim McGraw. You guys are scaring me. I'm going to go Kelsey Ballerini. Okay. Yeah. She's big star, quiet. What are you laughing at? Nothing, It's man. just an interesting pick. I, I mean, I don't know. I think she kind of lives a superstar life a little bit right now. What do you mean? How does she live a superstar life? You ever see her shoes on her bus? Pretty cool. I think she travels a lot. I see yeah. a lot of that. Yeah, she's like young and like living. She didn't have to be normal yet. She's like young, not a lot of things she has tied down for. She's a husband, but he's touring. I don't know. It's a good pick. I like it. She travels means she. That's not a lot no, of like people travel. Like vacation travel. A lot of people travel. They're all. We're, all of these. The third round's tough. Dang, I just thought of one, but I don't know if they count as country. Who? <sighs> Cheryl Crow. Anybody's country. You know what? You could have said Because she's Eminem, very normal. And we'd have been like, all right. She's like superstar normal. I almost picked Hillary Scott from Lady A. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Star at Target. Star at Target. Um, but the one I was like really torn on was Keith Urban. Because he it's such a, nice a normal car. life when he's at home. Like, I've been there. And and I've seen his wife call and be like, hey, did you pick up the, at the grocery store? And he's like, dang it. And I've seen him walking around the mall. So You guys seen it, sitting at normal yeah. tables at restaurants. Mm-hmm. So, but I think he's too big of a star where people would have been like, I don't know about that. But I didn't pick Keith Urban. I want Luke Bryan instead. All right. Our teams are up. Who's the worst team? I'll see. If Morgan has Luke Combs, John Party, and Kip Moore. Her weak link is Kip Moore, but that's not that weak. No, it's very strong. Ray's is Garth Brooks, <laughs> Sam Hunt, and Dustin Lynch. I'm going to put that on the side. It could be a weak team. Uh, I have Thomas Rhett, Kane Brown, Luke Bryan. I like I like my team. Dirk Bentley, Miranda Lambert, George Strait. The George Strait one's gonna probably bite her in the butt. Um, <laughs> Jake Owen. Oh, y'all told me. Crystal Apleton, Kelsey Ballerini. I don't know. I think probably Ray or Amy <gasps> is a weak one there. But I don't know. I, I mean, I'm blind on George mine. George Strait is good. a cowboy. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Mm-hmm. Amy. Amy. What? A rich. Cowboy. Hey, so is Jeff Bezos. Jeff you ever see him going on that rocket with a hat on? He can't. Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. He um, can't help it. He has money. Oh, he can. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's not that. It's who just seems to live a pretty normal life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There you go. All right. Here's a voicemail from Emily in Missouri. Just listening to the Wednesday show. I'm a little behind. And Lunchbox talking about how he's celebrity and getting his name bumped up the list on daycare. So I was just thinking, if he truly is a celebrity, he wouldn't need daycare. He would be rich enough to have a nanny in his house. Just a thought. Lunchbox, your response? Um, being a celebrity has nothing to do with being rich. You can be a celebrity and not be rich. Okay, they, they, in they, the Venn diagram, though, of celebrities and rich, mostly they're the same circle. You know, and I don't want to rub it in everybody's face and have a nanny. I can't afford a nanny, but I am a celebrity. Okay. I mean, a celebrity gets recognized in public. and a celebrity. My mailman gets, gets recognized in no, public. No, he doesn't. Yes. How, many, how, yes. many ta- how many times have you I've seen... I've seen my mailman out before Stop. a restaurant and been like, that's my mailman. <laughs> He's famous. Well, I, I just recognized. I was like, okay, that's my mailman. I feel like I should say something. She goes, but you've only said like three things to him ever in the history of life. I'm like, but he's, I feel like I should. Who has ever asked the mailman for their autograph? No one. Who asked Maybe for a picture with the mailman? Kids. No one. Everybody asked for our autographs, our pictures. They want to hang out with us. Oh, can you sign me a, <laughs> send me a signed copy of your book, Bobby? Hey, Lunchbox, can you sign this picture? picture. We're celebrities. Who's got a picture you're signing? <laughs> There's no... 
Okay, here's another one. Uh, this is Corey from Nashville. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. So I just want to say I went to my first Nashville soccer club game last night. I also saw Lunchbox and the Jumbotron. And for some reason, they put every other celebrity that was there's name under the person, except for Lunchbox. Does that mean he's not a celebrity? But yes, he also needs a haircut. Well, I like to do two oh. things. One, he does wow. need a haircut bad. Yeah. Big time. And I, I was talking to him this morning. I was like, yo, bro. No, you call my head a helmet. <laughs> it looks like a helmet. <laughs> it's so funny. Well, it's the it's, sideburns. It's They're it's all so funny. Long. Um, yes, he does need a haircut. <laughs> yeah. And I did see where they put celebrities up, and they're like featuring and their names under it. And in Lunchbox, it was just like a shot moving by. Fan and he, cam. And he happened to be on the fan cam. <laughs> How come you weren't on the celeb cam? I, I never saw a celeb cam. I've been there, and I've never seen a celeb cam. I don't see anybody's name on the Jumbotron. I don't know what you're – maybe they're doing, like, the, before the game, they do a guitar riff, so they do have a celebrity playing the guitar or singing the national anthem. Those are the only names I've seen on the screen. And I, how come the camera finds me all the time? Celeb in the house. Fan cam. You're Fan the one cam. that's got your shirt off clapping on beat with it. Yeah. Like, look at me. <laughs> the Here's Amy's pile of stories. So there's this woman, and she's pregnant, and she gets to shock people whenever they ask her about the baby. And she said, yeah, the baby's my cousin. Or her husband's standing right next to her, and he goes, yeah, the baby's not mine. <laughs> Let me think about this. So if she's having her cousin, yeah, that would mean that her aunt, it's her aunt's baby, so she must be the surrogate for her aunt. Yes. Her, her mom's sister. Yeah, so she uh, really felt for her aunt and uncle who were having fertility issues, and she's had a few kids herself, and she said pregnancy for her was always am- amazing and so easy. And so she thought, why not? I'll volunteer to be a surrogate. No monetary exchange whatsoever, just covering medical bills. That's it. I would assume, too, she was a child with very, very older siblings, and she was had way later in the relationship. That's how she's almost the same age. As yes. her aunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did pretty good there. Yeah. That would Put usually, that yeah, that's like trigonometry, man. <laughs> I'm like, what? All right, what else? Uh, a poll was taken for airplane etiquette. A lot of people are traveling this summer, so I'll go over some of the things that they were asked, and you say whether or not it's okay on an airplane or not. Okay. It's okay to bring your food on a flight, even if it's smelly. I mean, it is, but uh, it's not nice. If you got eggs, I mean, that ain't good. Beef jerky, uh, ugh. Uh, I have a little beef jerky. Red onions. <laughs> I try not to bring smelly food on the plate. All right, what else? Is it okay to take your shoes and socks off? <laughs> Is it okay? Yes. Do I Etiquette. do it? No. Uh, no. Leave your socks on at least. <laughs> Is it socially acceptable to wear pajamas on a plane? Yeah. I mean, it's the airport's a pajama party now. And if you ain't part of the party, then you don't know. I, back in like the 60s or 70s, they get dressed up to go on an airplane. Suits. I know. Yeah, now it's like, how close can we get to naked? That's <laughs> that's what it is on an airplane. All right, Ann? On long flights, is it okay to recline your seat? Yeah, you have the right of, of the recline. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, shockingly, some people say no. It's yeah. always rude. Well, then it wouldn't be in there. It's allowed. It's mm-hmm. allowed, yeah. If you're next to someone and there's an empty seat in your row, should you move over and create space? Yes. Yeah. Unless you just don't want to sit on a window or an aisle for a certain reason. I agree, too. If, like, yeah. someone didn't move over, I'd be like, okay, now that's weird. Tim McGraw was talking about his first car, and it was an old Chevy Monte Carlo. It actually 
belonged to his grandparents, and then they gifted it to him, and he was just real thankful to have a car, even though it was kind of falling apart, like that. the headliner, the fabric above, and he used to get gold tacks and stick up the fabric, and so that's one of his fondest memories about his first car. So didn't know if anybody had any funny stories or fond memories of their first car. He almost died every day driving the old Subaru. <laughs> well, that's died, not fun. Huh? Yeah, of course. I think almost fell apart every time I drove it. It was like, all right, time to go to work and maybe die. All right, here we go. Yeah, it was an old piece of crap. I mowed yards. Bought it for like three or 400 bucks. And then I, remember I got my old Pontiac, and that, thing, that car was like $7,000, but it was a tank. And it didn't look pretty, but golly, it got me where I wanted to go and got through ice. I think I went through a war. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, really? yeah, I traveled through. So, yeah, I had a couple really beaters early on that were pretty good, though. All right, is that it? Yep, I mean, that's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Sophia Vital was working at the restaurant in Michigan when a customer pulls up in the drive-thru and there's an 80-year-old man in the passenger seat and he's blue in the face, head slumped down, drool from his face, medical emergency. Oh, yeah, drool hanging down. Yeah, but you're doing the face. Nobody can see <laughs> it, but I. Yes, but you're doing, like, he's doing the Guys, acting in here. There's three of us uh-huh. that can see it. He's, I understand, yeah. but I have yeah. to go with the story. But I have you to drooled get, on yourself. I did drool <laughs> on myself to, to feel okay, what go it. Ahead. I, so, no, listen, it's a serious story. Yes, so she's 15 years old. She runs out there, grabs the 80-year-old man, starts doing chest compressions until an ambulance arrives and they said thanks to her quick action she saved his life and you know where she learned that her mom's a nurse and taught her at home wow that's cool good for the mom do you teach your kids lunchbox they're probably too young to learn anything like how to help or fix no i no i mean my oldest just turned four and i don't teach him anything i don't want one no no idea what do you mean anything i mean (laughs) i teach teach him how to go to the bathroom i teach him how to put his plate or you can do math i could do math at four pretty good math you mean math one plus one guys man i've taught him how to my grandmother did flashcards with me at four Early, early, early. Well, that explains oh. a lot. I mean, he knows how to make a pancake out of Play-Doh with his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, Eddie, what about you and your kids? No, I mean, they know 911 and all that, and we have a list on the refrigerator door on like what they do we need to do for emergency but as far as CPR, dad knows their daddy knows CPR, but I've never taught them anything. You had to learn it to get Lifeguard. Your adopted kids. Right? Oh, that's right. I initially learned it, learned it to be a lifeguard, but then when we adopted our kids or fostering, every year we had to re-certify uh, ourselves for that, so we would learn the whole class again. Why did you just yell the word lifeguard? And then because that's where I initially learned <laughs> got CPR. It. Got it. Got it. That's a great story, Lunchbox. It seems like kids are way more awesome than we were when we were kids. We didn't know that crap, but that is amazing. That is what it's all about. That was tell me something good. Eddie, what happened at the movie? So we went to watch Thor, and we were about 30 minutes into the movie, and the screen goes black. Audio's still rolling, but the screen, there's nothing. So we all just kind of look at each other like, well, what happens? It goes on for about two minutes, then finally parents start, you know, going out to go see what's going on. They come back. The movie starts over from the beginning. Oh, no. And oh, no. 30, oh. minute, 30 minutes yep, in? 30 minutes in. Previews and everything? No, no, no. This is, the like, the start of the movie. Okay. And so more parents go out to see what's going on. And finally, a dad comes in and says, guys, they're going to start the movie from the top. So I- I'm leaving. You guys can stay if you want, but I'm leaving. So apparently the technology they have, they can't go back to this. They the- can't use their finger and drag it to the <laughs> yeah. Is I it an old reel, like a film reel? I guess not. Dude. So they had to just start the whole movie over and half the theater left. 
So did they give your money back when you left? I didn't even ask because I stayed. I just acted. I was like, you know what? 30 minutes. I'm not going to come back and bring the boys back to watch Thor. We're already here. But I can I can understand if, say, you have plans at like 5 o'clock and you started the movie at noon. You got to go. But for me, I had all day. Did you, were you sleeping? Is that why you wanted it? <laughs> no. No. So 30 minutes, I'm like, I get on my phone, start checking Instagram. Because you're, you're on your phone. I guess it's a... Mm, well, I don't know. I wouldn't like that. I figured everyone already saw the first 30 minutes okay, of the movie, so why not get on the phone? Yeah, that, I'd be annoyed. I'd do commentary with it <laughs> the first 30 minutes if everybody already watched it. Dude, people were upset. I would be upset once I saw the Tom Hanks movie where they go fight. It's war from the 60s, 70s. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. And we walk from in. From the 40s. Is it, yeah, whatever. <laughs> World War II. Thank you. We walk in, and it starts. And it's going, and I don't quite get it. And I'm like, what's happening here? I feel like I there was some backstory I didn't know. And we watched the previews, got there on time. And then there's a real powerful scene right in the middle of the movie. And then it ends. And it goes black. And then they're like, oh, guys, sorry. We started it from the middle. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and so we saw the end. Like It was like middle to end. And we watched the end. And they're like, we're going to start it from the beginning now. I was like, what planet am I on <laughs> to where now we're supposed to watch this movie like this? Uh, so we did not stay. I already saw the end. Yeah, that's Why terrible. do I care about the beginning stuff if I've already seen the end? I don't need the prequel. I just watched <laughs> the, the main thing there. Uh, what happened to the minions with you guys? Well, Stevenson went and loved it. Thought it was like the funniest movie he's ever seen. So that's making me excited to watch it. But at the movie theater, like an old man was there. Like he said he was old because he was with his grandson. It's what it looked like. And that he just was like, hello, on his cell phone, like really loud. <laughs> I can't, hello, I can't hear you, hello. And so anyway, my husband and Stevenson were like, what is happening right now? So he he's was, so old, he didn't know the movie theater etiquette? I mean, or yeah, he didn't realize how loud he was being. Uh-huh. That And so it just was apparently really awkward. I guess it's a combination of not just movie theater etiquette, if it's really old, but cell phones. Yeah. They get a pass if they're old. And etiquette as well, because you probably don't know cell phone etiquette more than you don't know movie theater etiquette. But yeah, the movies, if you go to the movies, it's like uh, Royal Rumble wrestling. Everybody's in there doing whatever the crap they want, and maybe they're watching. But everybody's loud. You got Eddie over there shooting (laughs) Snapchats. Why not? The whole thing. Uh, all right, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What do you call a bee that comes from America? What do you call a bee that comes from America? A USB. A USB. Oh, that's funny. USB. USB. <laughs> that was the morning corny. All right, play Ring of Fire from 1963, please. I fell into a... If I were to give you that one, you would know it was... Johnny Cash. Right, this is how you're going to make money. Yeah, let's go. I want to put Anthony on as well. Anthony is calling us from Louisiana. Anthony, what's up, buddy? Uh, Not much. Uh, It's Andrew. Ah, well, cool. Well, Andrew, good to talk to you. (laughs) How are you doing this morning? I'm I'm doing good. Doing good. Well, so what we're going to do is we're going to give you a chance to win a $50 Sonic gift card and a signed Stanley the Dog in his first day of school book, which is my kid's book. You can get it on Amazon, but you can have it for free and signed if you win. Now, the question is, Anthony, will Lunchbox get three in a row ever? So we have this game. Uh, Can can Lunchbox name these classic country artist signature songs? I'll play the signature song. He's got to name the artist. Will he ever get three in a row? That's the question. All right. If you say yes and he does, you win. If you say no and he doesn't, you win. He only has seven total. Uh, mm, it's tough. Right. Now I'm trying to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, do the math. Carry the one. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Yes or no? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. Okay. So wow, no. hater. Okay. All right. Sorry, you're not gonna be able to eat it, Sonic. Lunchbox. For everyone you get right, you get ten dollars. Yes. Oh. Let's go. For everyone you miss, you lose five, but you can't go negative. Okay. That's so what I'm talking about. Money. All right. Here I we go. It. Number one from 1980. This is "Stand by Your Man." It's a very famous country song. Can you name that classic country, very famous artist? Oh, man. Yeah, we'll go with um, Loretta Lynn. That's incorrect. Good guess. Dang. Because that's a woman. Yeah. Good guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, but no, zero. That's that's no. Who was it? That was Tammy Wynette. No. All right, next up. Uh, Ray, hit it. 1986. This is Guitars Cadillacs. That's from 86? Wow, I didn't realize. I didn't realize that was so old. Wow. Yeah, neither did I. Can you guys be quiet? Yeah, sorry, sorry. But here, start it over, Ray. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm trying to hear the song. Come on. These are tough, man. That's uh, Hank Williams. No. 1986. Oh. No. No. Uh, no. That is Dwight Yoakam. Oh, you made no money. That's okay. It's early. All right. It's early. That's true. All right. Here he is from 1970. Dang. Oh, come on. They're went... classic country. Do you know the game? 70. You knew Johnny Cash? Yeah. Here is he? Coal Miner's Daughter. Oh, I've heard of this one. Daughter. Oh, is a girl? You think Coal Miner's daughter was daughter. a dude? <laughs> daughter. That makes sense. We were poor, but we had love. That's the one thing that he made sure of. He shoveled coal. What are you thinking? Man, I can go back to that Lorena Lynn lady, but I don't know when she was around. Ah. To be fair, she's still around right now. Okay, yeah. then she probably won in the 70s. All right. Um, what? She's older now. So you can, ah. you, can, you, can, you can go Loretta Lynn. It could be her. Nah, you're trying to get me to go Loretta Lynn, or you're trying to get me to think that, oh, if he's telling me that, that I shouldn't go. Don't do this stuff. Don't mess with my mind right now. I'm trying to win some money. Uh, you know, you know who this could be? This could be June Cash. June Carter, June Carter Cash. Yeah, that's is that, it. Is that your answer? That's it. The answer is Loretta Lynn. Murph! You freaking <laughs> You messed with me. No. That is so unfair. That is so unfair. <laughs> you she's, can't do that crap. She's 90. Why wow. do you do that? Yeah. Okay, well, so. See, you did that on so purpose. So far, you're, you're, you're over. Those three. mind games worked again. You got four. All right, here we go. Night from 1952. <laughs> 1952. 1952. I don't even know anybody alive here back we go. then. You're cheating hard. Will make you weep. You'll cry and cry and try to sleep. It's <laughs> a jam. But Shut sleep up. won't come. It is a jam. The whole night. Oh my gosh. Um, Your cheating heart will tell you. Who is old? You. Who is old? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> Need an answer, Lunchbox. Bofeesus. Bocephus? That's him. Do you know who Bocephus is? No idea. It's Hank Williams Jr. Oh, and I'll go with Hank Williams Sr. 
That is correct. Yes! Are you serious? Are you gonna give him that? I, I mean, I should because he, he didn't <laughs> get it. He said Bocephus. Wow! You that's should, a gift. but you can Hey, have that's $10! That. Hey, what's his name? Sweating now. You're Two up. more to go and he he's in trouble. He's in a cool, relaxed atmosphere. <laughs> no, he, he's, he's in trouble. You got three more. Heck yeah! All right, from 1982. Okay, now we're talking. Country boy can survive. Uh, Country boy can survive! Oh, come on. <laughs> because you can't stop a sound in your Lunchbox is like a mosh pit by himself right now, <laughs> like moving up and down. He's biting his bottom lip ah. and he's bouncing up and down. Give a damn. Like that? Yeah, I do. Lunchbox. Man, that could be, but I don't know if you consider them country. That's the problem. It can't be a band. I don't know who you're talking about. It, it can't be, be a band? It could be. Oh, man, but. Who are you thinking? Well, Leonard Skinner jumps in my mind. But I don't think that's them. Guitar down to Georgia. That's not the same band, is it? Dang it. You think it's Charlie Daniels? Or Sweet Home Alabama no, or that's... Devil Went Down to Georgia? He's like combining Well, no, songs. no, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's one of those two. All right, I need an answer. <laughs> Leonard Skinner. That is Bocephus, Hank Williams Jr. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Dang it! There were no mind games there. You guys are messing with me. You're going to the ones that I've already... So, so far, you've made $5. <laughs> the list was already made. You're down five. Yeah, the list is... We went in exact order. Uh, How many are left? Two. Okay. Here we go. Well, 1971. You've got to kiss an angel good morning. You ever heard this one? No. Never even heard it. Never heard it. Kiss an angel good morning. And love her like the devil when you get back home. Oh, man. 71... Alan Jackson. 71. <laughs> Charlie Pride. Yeah. Ah, so crazy. we're back to even on money. Dang so it. you'll make money here or we'll stay at zero, okay? <laughs> um, and then we'll go to Andrew and give him his prize. Uh, Lunchbox. How much is this one worth? It's worth $20. Thank you. No, that's what it's always worth. Oh, okay. Or it's worth 10 No, you Just said 10. Ten. Oh, ten. Bad. I did say it. I'll get my yeah, money. Yeah, so guys. You so got to play those mind games with them like he plays with you. Um, what? what? Okay. okay though, Ray, go ahead. Hello, darling. Nice to see you. What in the world it's is that? It's been a long time, just as as you used to be. Mm. Oh. Where do you think you know that from? How's your new love? Don't let your Are you kids grow up to be cowboys. You're doing and I'll let you, let you, let you. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Cause right, my grandma got run over on the old train. You've done a bunch of songs like, there at once. No, it's the same song. Are you thinking, Dave? Uh, don't do don't tell him. Don't, 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 don't do it. Don't do this to me. Ah, uh, what year is that? Grunty. You so You're much. thinking of David Allen Coe. Okay. Yeah. What uh, year is that? Huh? What year is this one? This is 1970. Now, this could be Dave Allen Coe. Don't do that. I already knew that was his name. Like, let me, let me, let that me. Way, I knew his name. You, you don't did even not tell me know his, his name. name. Go ahead. What do you think my guess was going to be? You, well, well, it still can be. Go ahead. What do you pick? Well, you're messing with me, but I'm going David Allen Coe. It's Conway Twitty. 
Dang it! <laughs> Dang it! I don't know who that is. Uh, you ever watch? So the the new way Conway Twitty's been introduced to America uh. is in Family Guy. He'll go, ladies and gentlemen, oh, Conway Twitty, and then it, it opens up and it's yes. him, sideburns. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, you made no money. That was, man. <laughs> That was a rough one, man. And Andrew, you just won yourself 50 bucks and yeah. signing yeah. card. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel, Andrew? I think I want to thank I want to thank Lunchbox. Hey, you're welcome, man. Cherry limeade's on me, you know. Take the family, take a girl, take whoever you want. I don't care. Gosh, I can't believe it. Uh, can I just say can I just say one thing that I've always wanted to say? Go ahead, Andrew. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. All right, there you go. That was cool. Wow. I thought you were say, like, what up? Uh, see an- put Andrew on hold. <laughs> hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for uh, some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay them. You know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. 
People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy, yeah. right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to a really good cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to go over to Nicole in North Carolina. Nicole, appreciate you calling the show, and she's fired up. Nicole, what do you want to say? Lord have mercy. Good morning, y'all. I just want to say that I think that poor little Lunchbox needs to turn in his country radio card because he ought to have known those songs. Lunchbox, your response? Uh, I never had a country radio card. I don't know what that is. Listen, I did my best. I got some right. I got some wrong. You didn't go 100%, so don't call in here and act like you're Miss Oh Know-It-All. Well, no, no, I'm not being like I Miss Know-It-All. I'm just saying I figured that you would have at least known Conway Twitty, Lord Almighty. <laughs> no, nah, nah, Conway's not in my little playlist. He doesn't really make it onto my playlist very often. He's kind of old. He's a... Lunchbox no, not, not many people well, listen to him anymore. Well, and, and also, Lunchbox doesn't act like he knows a lot about country music. I don't know a lot about country I don't know a lot about music, he period. Music. Music. Yes, he doesn't period. even like... Lunchbox, do you like music? That's whatever. Like, I don't go there. seek it out. He like, doesn't yeah. even have a type of music he loves. Now, there are some that he can stand. Right. Tina Turner, Eminem. Uh, Stapleton. Stapleton. Zach Brown Band. Big yeah. Fan. Like, he's got... But if music, if a music lover is a 10, where are you? Oh, probably two. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. And I'm not talking about country music or rock or hip hop. Just any music. When you run, what do you listen to? Nothing. Yeah, see? So, Nothing. That being said, <laughs> Nicole, I completely understand your sentiment. And if I were to have taken that quiz and fared that badly, I would hope you would call and go, I'm disappointed in you, Bobby. But it's Lunchbox who just... Music just isn't really a part of my life. Yeah. I mean, it just... My favorite, and I cheer for him all the time. I was just so surprised that he didn't know. First of all, both Cephas, hello, number two, Conway Twitty, but that's okay. You're still my biggest buddy there, Lunchbox. I appreciate it. what you guys do every morning. I really do. Thank y'all for making my job in a good one. Well, we appreciate that, Nicole. Thanks for spending your time with us. All right, y'all have a great day. Okay. You
feces? Both feces, I think. Oh, no. I ain't got them both feces. Whatever yeah. he- <laughs> I think I did. And then <laughs> you were talking to- my fault. Yeah, I'm not no. quite sure what no. that was, but yeah, I was yeah. just going for it. I'd heard that name before, and I was like, maybe that's someone. I'll get to my story coming up in a few minutes about me being mopey to my wife. Total emo evening. Yeah, emo evening. That sounds good. It's a good song, too. <laughs> sounds like a band. It's an emo <laughs> evening. Yeah, we're a band. So we'll talk about that coming up. We'll do the news. I woke up about 1 o'clock this morning. I had a bowl of Cane Crunch. I had three bowls of Cane Crunch. Cane Brown sent a box of a cereal up here. And I know it's not in every store. And it's, I think, for a charity. I do not know if it's a limited run. I don't know if you can buy it in the stores here. It's the best cereal I've ever had. Really? I, and now I need more. Well, and there's no more. What would you compare it to? Well, it's like a chocolatey Rice Krispie. Oh. Yummy. Yeah, it may be not better than Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It may be like a movie you have no expectation going in, and it, then it's pretty good, and you're like, it's the greatest movie ever. I just love Cane Crunch. You can get a Cane Crunch, Mike, Mike, show me this, a Cane Crunch 2-pack for $19.99 at, it's like his merch site or something. Dang. Oh. Hey. <laughs> he sells it at shows now. <laughs> it's worth it. I would go to a Cane Brown show just to get Cane Crunch. I sound like this is a commercial. It's not. But it's good. So I had my Cane Crunch at like one this morning, couldn't sleep. Had like three bowls of it. And you get the chocolate milk. When it's done. Oh, yeah. Which is always really good. And so I had that, and then I just couldn't sleep. Just in like 3.50, I fell asleep in the chair and woke up about 4.03. So it's just like, I don't know what to do here. Like one day or two days a week, I just do not sleep. Maybe I don't need sleep anymore. Maybe I'm going opposite. (laughs) Meaning, I'm getting taller, and I need less sleep. Maybe I am Benjamin Buttons. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Okay. He gets smaller, though. I think he turns into a baby. Yeah, he goes from an old man to a yeah. baby. So you're not. You're the opposite yeah, yeah, yeah. of Benjamin Button. And also... Well, but, I, but I, I'm, I'm getting young. I, I don't know. We don't know for sure that you're getting taller. You heard what I said. I said what I said, and I'll say it again if I need to. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Tomorrow, I'm doing a virtual signing of my Stanley the Dog book. This is what they told me. I'm going to put this on my Instagram. I just got the text from Morgan. Number one. Hey guys, I'm doing a virtual live signing event Wednesday, 7.20 at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Central. If you haven't gotten your copy of Stanley the Dog, you can order a copy that will come with a signed book plate here. After ordering, anyway, I gotta post that. But that's tomorrow at 11 Central. Is that the way you sound in the post? I would like for people to think I sound happy <laughs> like that. Mostly it's like, hey guys, I'm tired. I'm gonna do a live book signing tomorrow at 11. Uh, but yeah, that's the case. So if you want a signed book, I'll be doing that. And we'll put the link up on my Instagram. Mr. Bobby Bones is the Instagram. It is now time for the news. Bobby's Big Stories. Okay, you're stressed out. You need an instant stress reliever, Amy. What do you do? Go for a walk. Okay. Lunchbox. Go for a run or take a nap. Eddie. Grab a beer. (laughs) I probably get on PlayStation. Or hit golf balls. Then I get more stressed out because I suck. <laughs> that's a never That was not good. Yeah. Uh, but experts say that studies show that fish swimming tames tension, meaning if you will watch a goldfish and just stare at it, you'll be less tense. What? Huh. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, they say that watching goldfish, and especially koi goldfish, or other colorful fish eases stress by about 60% in five minutes. The sight of fish gliding through water calms the anxiety of the brain. Wow. That's why, you know, maybe. But if, like, you got a bill to pay and you can't pay it, that fish ain't helping you. That's all I'm going to think about. <laughs> yeah, it's like, true. how am I going to pay this bill? If I, if it, fish, yeah. do something here. Uh, but they say that that is a stress reliever, probably because you focus. It's just a focus thing, right? If you cannot focus on what's 
screwing with your head, you will become less stressed, at least for the time being. Uh, next up, the type of Mexican food that you like says a lot about your personality. You know, I've been doing this thing when I go to the Mexican restaurants, because we go about once a week. There, Here's the thing. They're near us, there are two Mexican restaurants. One's been there for a long time. One is new. And the new is a big chain. It's a really good big chain, but it moved in to where the mom and pop place was, and now everybody goes to the big chain because it's a good big chain. Literally we, next door. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about... You can... Share a I, I'd lot. say you can throw yeah. a rock. You can easily yeah. throw a rock. I mean, you can kick a rock. Right. And so the mom and pop Mexican place has got to be like, what's happening? They just took a bunch of our customers. So we don't go to the big chain. One time we went to the big chain. We saw Amy there. Yeah. 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 The big chain. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, now that I think good. of it, it's good. It's good. I know. Yeah, it's good. I go all the time. We don't go to the big chain. We go. To, we make a point to go to the mom and the pop place, the mom and pop place. And but now so we go once a week. If I go to a Mexican place, you know what I order every time? Three crunchy tacos. That's it. Mm. Where it's at. I like Is three it? crunchy tacos, two beef, one chicken. There oh. you go. I was going to ask you, beef or chicken? And I like the beef, not uh, fajita meat. I like it. Ground beef. Ground beef, like. I like to keep my Mexican food hillbilly. I don't know that there's that niche, but I like cheap ground beef <laughs> in a Mexican restaurant. So it's the combination of I like Mexican food and I grew up a hillbilly. So that's mine. Three tacos. Amy, yours. Uh, I love fajitas. Here we go. According to a survey of more than 2,000 people, if you love quesadillas, you're reliable. Oh. People order nachos. Yeah. Are independent and at times greedy. No. There you go. Um, eating a taco salad indicates you're a true friend. Mm-hmm. Lunchbox, what's yours? Enchiladas. Enchiladas? Take a shower. Okay. Oh, uh, did Eddie. you just make that up? I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that didn't even sound real. And if uh, burrito, you're a trendsetter. And finally, if tacos are your favorite, you're a person who gets things done. Wow, Ooh, that tacos. That's me. Eddie, what is yours? Tacos, tacos yeah. Well, like you, that's every single one. Like, no, no. no, let me tell you about Eddie's tacos. Eddie will come over to the house and be like, we're making tacos tonight. And his wife come over, kids come over, get the grill going, make all, put all the stuff out. And he's like, all right, here's your taco. And it's meat in a tortilla. And that's it. That's not a taco. Why not? There's no cheese. There's no lettuce or tomatoes. No, no lettuce or tomatoes. Sometimes, well, you got to put salsa on it. But other than that, it that's really doesn't need anything else. That's a meat wrap. So when you have your beef and chicken tacos, it's loaded with lettuce and tomato and stuff on it? There's some, yeah. Lettuce, Lettuce, tomato, cheese. I love a lot of cheese. And Eddie Eddie will put gross vegetables in it, too. Veggies on it, yeah. Like peppers and onions and stuff. That's not a taco where I come from. What is that? A meat wrap (laughs) with vegetables. Yours is just like, yours is like cafeteria taco. Yeah, exactly. It's a hillbilly taco, and that's how I like them. Uh, Let's see. Game time, really good. Okay, here we go. Lunchbox says, game time, really good or good because he's 10. Lunchbox, you know about the story? Yeah, it's this little kid. He's 10 years old, and he's in a talent show at his school, and he sings, and everybody's like, whoa, he's amazing. So I want to know if he's good because he's 10, or is he good because he's good? So this is a hit in 1963. A change is going to come. I was born. Oh, This yeah. is not the kid. This is not the kid. <laughs> like, dang, he's good. This is from 63. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here we go. Louisiana Boy 10 becomes an overnight sensation. Jordan Hollins, here we go. Hit it.
official opinion as a four-year mentor in American Idol, that is elite for a 10-year-old. Yeah. He has control of his voice at 10. And he's not just singing to do runs or trying to do what he hears on TV. Like, he knows what he's trying to sing, and he sings it. <laughs> What's Lunchbox's take? Is he, is he, are you that's jealous? Re- that's really good. No, that's pure talent, guys. Abby, oh, you hear that, and you realize you oh, don't have Abby, it. Abby, why oh, did you just oh go after Abby? I'm oh, just letting you know. I knew like, there I heard no reason clip. to bring Abby into this. Well, no, no, because I heard this clip. When I saw the news story, I was like, that's real singing. Okay. That's legit <laughs> why, talent. Why, it has nothing to do with Abby, our phone screener. But nothing. when she... It, it does. When you guys hear that, you realize you guys are just being nice to Let Abby. Let me ask you a question. Abby, no, Abby is someone who likes to sing, moved to Nashville to be a singer. Yeah, no, and she shouldn't. She hears that guy and knows that that guy's 10. You can't compare and, yourself. And move here. You can't compare yourself. You can't, just in life, comparison is the thief of joy Good. or whatever they say. I, I compare myself, I never win because there's always somebody better than me in anything. Lunchbox, I sing, right, on massive stages. Yeah. Not as good as that kid. No, no, I don't. But I'm not. I'm not as good as Abby. That's not what he's saying. I'm not as good as Abby. I'm not a singer. But you don't tell me how you can't sing. But you have creative songs and you're fun. Abby thinks she's a like she thinks she's Ugh. a singer. Like she thinks she's Adele. How did this story turn into know. Abby? I don't, I don't know. All of a sudden, like he yelled so something like about Abby. I but how come you don't come at me? Because I again, I'll get my guitar, play the. Because Aubrey. Weird Al Yankovic isn't a good singer, but he's funny. He has creative songs. She thinks she's a singer. Like if she did comedy songs and made fun of herself, okay, maybe it would work. <laughs> That's what you do. Okay. I don't know that I liked him just bringing Abby out of nowhere, though. Abby yeah. hasn't been on the air. She She's didn't just do sitting anything. There yeah. I know, but when I heard that clip and I knew if I went and said, compare this to Abby, it wouldn't make it. I said, that's why I said <laughs> it as good or I good. Thought good. I thought it was a good segment. He rarely sends a good segment, so I'm like, we got to do that. He tricked but you. But he tricked me into doing it so he could take down Abby. <laughs> All right. But he, that, that's extremely good talent. Like, I mean, that's. That has nothing to do with Abby. He's a 10 year old kid. That's really good. All right. Thank yep. you. Um, a new lawsuit claims that Skittles are filled with a known toxin and unfit for human consumption. That's not good. That is not good because I'm going to tell you guys, I've been chasing that rainbow for about 25 <laughs> years now. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. A consumer is suing candy maker Mars, alleging Skittles contain a known toxin that makes the rainbow candies unfit for consumption. A lawsuit seeking class action status. They say that Skittles were unsafe for customers because they contain heightened levels of titanium dioxide. Boy, wouldn't that be quite the scandal? Yeah. If Skittles have been what's killing us the whole time. Oh, oh my gosh. I, that's, I don't know anything about this except this story, um, but that is scary. Uh, Mars, Inc. uses titanium dioxide to produce Skittles to produce the colors. They shared its intention to remove it from its products in the coming years. But Thursday, the titanium dioxide was still used in products. So this is what I know. Listen, you don't need to skittle and go, I bet this is healthy. No, you don't. You may not know what. You know it's not good for you. You don't know what's going into it, but you know it ain't good. (laughs) And because you know it ain't good, you're kind of just rolling the dice. Did you know that some inmates use skittles for makeup? They do. They put it on their face. Yeah. Really? They use the red skittle for blush and lip color. Isn't that what they use the the chemical for? Color. I think mm-hmm. what I read in that. I oh, use great. Skittles to, instead of turning the lights on for my makeup in the morning before I come in when Caitlin's asleep. <laughs> Just do a little couple of Skittles and I turn the light on. Um, Elon go. Musk is predicting humans will be landing on Mars in the next 20 or 30 years. Mars may be a fixer-upper of a planet, he said, but it has a great potential. He says 20 to 30 years from first human landing if launch rate growth is exponential. La, la, la uh, from Twitter. Elon Musk says 20 years. So, fixer-upper? The, the planet's all beat up. Yeah. So you're going to go there flip and fix it? it. They're going to set up the Property Brothers? We sent up Chip and Joanna? Yeah, the, <laughs> <laughs> the Wall Street Journal says armpit hair for women is back in fashion. They're wrong. 
it so might I, I have I have dual thoughts on this. Uh, thought one is it is unfair that you guys are expected to shave your armpits. Thank you. It is unfair. Yeah. It's somewhere in society. Somebody said shave the hair off the armpit, and had they never said that, and had it never become a standard, we wouldn't know the difference. It could have been. This didn't, but in a parallel time, they could have said hair on the top of the head for women, gross. And so we just have a bunch of bald women running around that shave their head the same way they shave their armpits, right? For some reason, they pick the armpit as a place they don't want hair. That being said, I don't like hair in the armpit. Because I've no. been... Well, me neither. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> it's unfair. It's completely unfair that you guys have to shave under your arm. And so... I hope this doesn't get really, really back in style because I went to Ideal Image and... Um, I, I don't. I don't think it is back in style. It just says there's a growing number of females that flaunt armpit hair, and good for you guys. I personally don't prefer it. Yeah. But good. Be free. If you feel like that's you, be you, man. That's awesome. It is. It is unfair. It's unfair that you guys have to deal with that. I. I don't like. Eh. You know, I don't like it, but it's unfair. Okay. Yeah. Uh, flight suspended as planes are unable to land as runways are melting. Crazy. Well, because the heat. What? Yeah. There was happening. a big one at the UK airports, but yes, it's happening all over the place. It's getting so hot. In Austin, they had their hottest week ever in the history of uh, temperature being collected. Since you know, 1890. Yeah. That's when ridiculous. Camp, Camp Mapery started. Hey, hey, nothing to see here. No. <laughs> nothing happening in the environment. We're all good. I saw a couple other towns have their hottest day or week ever in the history of the town in the past like six or seven days. It's not good. I was talking to some. There were like 19 or 20. There were college kids. And I was asking them, I was like, hey, is it super hot to you guys or am I just getting older? Because it's been so hot to me. And I said, maybe I'm just getting older because when I was a kid, old people were like, it's so hot. And I was like, no, it's fine. I can go out in it. And they said, no, this sucks. And I said, okay. I am getting older, but it is just getting hotter. I mean, it's miserable. I don't even want to go outside now sometimes. So hot. Uh, finally, a Florida cop dives into dark water to rescue a dog from drowning. I loved this story. Like, shout out to our police officers who are risking their lives, not only for us, but for our animals, too. Lighthouse Point Police Department Officer Bob Stebbins sprang into action earlier this month when a dog was drowning off the Florida coast. The police department wrote in a statement on Facebook that a frantic caller said the dog had jumped into the waterway 10 p.m. on July 3rd. The officer showed up, could see it, the little dog had been treading water, and the officer just couldn't. So... Jumped in, took his gear off, jumped in, dark, nighttime, saved the dog. Like putting his own life at risk there. Save the dog. That's from Fox News, and that is your news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Uh, we are here, 877-77-BOBBY. Uh, Amy had heard the story of Zach Wilson and looked up a whole lot of stuff about him. Oh and, my. Well, oh. I didn't even mean to. I know, but I, I, just, here, I don't even okay. want to say what Zach Wilson did, <laughs> but it is a bizarre, awesome, it just depends who you are. Right? <laughs> right, right. But we'll talk about that in her research project and that story. Uh, we'll get to that coming up in just a few minutes. I have concluded that I have no friends. Why? I just leave that there. Oh no. I have no and I got a little mopey last night with my wife. We were sitting at dinner. And I was feeling bad for Eddie because Eddie's family's been gone for days. And, you know, you've been at home. Yeah. Doing that. We were talking. And so I was talking to Caitlin and we're going to dinner tonight. And I was like, let's invite Eddie. Come to dinner with us. And she's like, great. So we get on FaceTime. Eddie answers. Wasn't on the toilet. Thank God. That's yeah, always that the time. roll of the dice. And I was like, hey, man, I know you've been home alone. 
why don't you come to dinner with Kaylin and I? We're going to this cool place. Got it. He's like, yeah, cool, be cool. And so talk a little bit. We hang up. And I go, you know, nobody ever invites me to do anything. And Kaylin's like, well, why do you think that is? I said, I don't know. I don't ever get invited to do anything. And I started, I started going through looking at invites from people. None. You can do that? None. How do you go do that? I just look at my text. Well, you just went down the text. Yeah. yeah. I was like, when's the last time anybody's invited me to do anything? And then that's when I decided I have no friends. She said, who do you like hanging out with? And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, if you're just like a day. I was like, well, Eddie. She goes, well, has Eddie invited you to? No. No. So nobody invites me to do anything. Why do you think that is? Well, I'll tell you for myself. I don't invite you because I don't ever plan anything. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like, honestly, if I had my perfect day, it would be doing nothing. At my house, by myself, doing nothing. So you've actually been fine with everybody gone. So, yeah, no, it's been great. But what I'm saying is, like, I don't invite. So when you text me and be like, hey, you want to do this? I'm like, I didn't think about that. Sure, I'll do that. But I never, ever, I've been doing this for years. I don't start anything to invite anyone anywhere. But you don't ever think, and this is not a me thing, because I don't think this either as much, that you want to have an event or have something to do so you can do it with a friend. Yeah, I, I, I think I used to be like that, but now that I have such a big family that my days are just scheduled out for me already. We're going to do this. We're going to do sports. We're going to do this with the family. I'm going to make dinner. Those are my days. So I never plan anything to invite someone. And I know I don't have a big friend circle because, you know, I stay pretty busy. That's not an excuse. This is what I hear from her. Not an excuse. <laughs> and then she's like, you know, you don't nurture friendships. Like she was talking about, you know, I have this friend that works. She has a long dad. Take her a coffee at work. I, and she does. Caitlin really nurtures. She's got like four or five people that they really invest time in going to each other's house and hanging out. And spend, And she's like, you don't do that. She's like, you work all the time. And so you don't. So I was like, but I, no, people should still invite me. I invite people to do things. And she's like, okay, why do you think that is? All right, Amy, you're up. Why don't people invite me to do things? I guess they just assume that you're busy that's because you that's are. That's a good one. That's one of the things she said. Very busy. Okay. And that, I mean, I feel like that's probably at the top. They just assume you probably already have things going on. Or if you don't, then you want to be at home. Another one was that I'll just say no anyway. People think I'll just say no. Mm. And I was like, yeah, but I still want to be invited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you pulled that one on me yesterday too. But it's like I want to be invited but not want to don't want to go. Is that so unfair? Yeah, a little bit. That's, That's almost like have your cake and eat it too but, kind of thing. Like But just being invited makes me feel like, oh, okay, cool. And occasionally I would go. And maybe I make time to go. I was going through and I have one person that invites me to do things and I found them and I texted them. I'm not gonna tell you who it is, but this is the message that I sent this person. I said the following, because again, I was kind of mopey. I was like, dang, I don't have any friends. It says, I said, hey, Kayla and I were just talking about you. I was talking about how I don't get invited to do anything with anyone. I have to always do the inviting. And then I said that I actually have one friend that does invite me to do things. It's so-and-so. He's the only one. So thank you for inviting me to do things. I'm sorry I never do them. I'm not sure people... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I never do them. I'm not sure. I'm not, I did it one time I did. <laughs> One time. Yeah. I'm not sure if people don't want me around or assume I'll say no. Either way, I'm grateful for you and your friendship. And then he replied, and it was nice. And that was it. And so I would just like to state for public record, I would like to be invited. And don't take it personally when I say no. Okay. Okay? Okay. And there we have it. Now, this week, you're busy this week. Oh, it's a bad week. Yeah, bad week. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, okay. a, it's a, well, it's just, <laughs> it's there's just a lot going okay. on. You, you don't want to go out to dinner tomorrow? I wake up early in the morning. It's, it's tough. It's tough for okay. me to... So, but I still like to be in, 
Sometimes I'll get an invite to go play basketball at like 9 p.m. They're like, hey, we're playing a basketball, we're playing, you know, go play. 9 p.m.? I have to wake up at sun butt crack in the morning to do the show. So I can't do that. So I've never said yes to that one. <laughs> I'm seeing a trend. But I like that one. Though. <laughs> okay. I, like, I like to be invited, though. Uh, all right. So that, that was my uh, mopey night last night. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man 
take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When I come to work, I have too much stuff. I got I got my water. I got my stuff to put in my water. I got my keys. I got my wallet. I got my phone. I got my bars because in case I need to have nutrients during the show. So I just, I'm committed. I'm fanny pack all day, every day. And so I wear it over my shoulder. I come in. I always got to go digging for my keys. And I was trying to find my keys. I locked my car after I got in. And I was like, I wish I had a chip in my hand that I could just go, or a button, beep, car locks. And I was like, dang, I do wish that. I'd always said, oh, hope we never get to that point. But I wished it this morning. And then not only that, I wish I could charge my phone on that same same hand. Mm. Or the I, same chip. Well, it's probably a different chip, oh. let's be honest. <laughs> You're going to have a lot like of different companies. Chips. Yeah, a lot, of different, yeah. lot of different companies out there. Where if I could hold my phone like this, <laughs> and then all the energy that I've like saved up through walking around, or oh. that it, that charges my phone and holding it in my hand. And so I'm all on board now. I'm all on board. Put a chip. Chip, chip you up. Chip me up. And like the stone said, if you chip me up, <laughs> I can charge, I can, I can lock my car, all of it. That will happen at some point. It'll be elective, but that will happen. We'll have chips in us in some way to be able to do a lot of stuff. So if it's elective, you know, normally they use guinea pigs first. Like, would you sign up to just be a trial? <laughs> yes. Okay. I don't think they snort. Oh, they don't? Yeah, yeah. No. I don't know about a trial, but I can definitely see where maybe we, I just need like a small universal remote that... You don't put a chip in you. It's just you have it. It has all your stuff that you use through the day. Mm. That's in not life. bad. Yeah, that would be pretty good too. Uh, Amy was researching this guy, Zach Wilson, who's the quarterback for the Jets, who played quarterback at BYU. Uh, why were you on to him? Where did you find out this story? I think I was on People magazine or somewhere I saw a uh, football player hooks up with mom's best friend or something. And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> That's crazy. He's young, too. It's, yes. It'll be a second-year quarterback next year. Also, it was a time marches on moment because NFL players used to look really old to me, and now he looks like a child. He looks like a child anyway. I mean, he's a very young Baby face. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So he's I— 20, He's 22. Went on this rabbit hole, re- like just reading all about it, and then gained all this knowledge about a quarterback that— Prior to this, I had never even heard of in my life. That'd get you in the news, though. Do and you now know, I do you know, know how anything. it happened, though. His like, ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. She posts about it on Instagram. Post been taken down. No. In the comments section. Yes. Yeah. No longer exists. In fact, she's wiped their whole relationship from her Instagram. I believe, as has he, because he's now dating a TikTok influencer, Nicole or Nicolette or something like that. She's dating his old his buddy. The ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. His girlfriend from high school is dating his. Friend, I mean, the tangled webs that they're, we They're leave. also 22, right? You can't forget their kids, but he did hook up with his mom's friend. Supposedly. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. According so what do you know her, about that? About the hookup? Yeah. Well, I know that the mom has been denying who it is. Like, she's an influencer also on social media, and she was at a friend's house trying on jewelry and doing a live, and she was like, I know what y'all are thinking. This might be my friend. She's like, but I have 
I have a lot of friends. This is not the one, my son. This is, yes. No. And I'm like, what? <laughs> oh the mom gosh. is now joking about it. And then he had gone with some of his other football buddies to Idaho. And they were on the lake and hanging out. And he was sort of offline a little bit. And so the way he handled it, I thought was funny. Off the grid? I, I don't know. Yes. What do you mean? Like, he hadn't addressed anything. And obviously, all this stuff was popping up online. And the way he got back online, I thought was funny. Because he was like, hey, you know, been in Idaho. Like, bad service. What I miss? And I thought that was funny because obviously he missed a lot. <laughs> so what do you know about him now that you've rabbit holed him? Well, yeah, you mentioned he went to BYU. Uh, he managed in, or majored in construction management there, I do believe, which doesn't have to worry about that because he's, you know, a young quarterback in the NFL now for the Jets. He His jersey number is one. I mean, what do you what do you want to know? Like, I know too oh, much. Well, I just said, what do you know? I didn't seem like, I mean, it's a few things. Yeah. Anything else? Well, but why do I need to know these stats? Well, because he hooked up with his mom's friend. We need to know everything about yeah. him. Wasn't he, he like the number two Jets pick or something? Or the number two draft pick? He was the second quarterback taken. There. That's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's what I don't know. You I good? just was like, why am I, once I knew all this stuff, I was like, why do I know all this? And I can't, but yet I can't remember other details that I need to remember. Like? When to pick up your kids. Time <laughs> <laughs> to get out of school. Like important information, but yet I can you tell you all about Zach. Research his mom at all? Mostly just that she's an influencer. She's a chef. She teaches spin. <laughs> I know too much. Oh, her and her husband. Too much. They split this year, but they've been together forever. Oh, another thing. Zach's dad is Hawaiian, so that makes Zach part Hawaiian, and his middle name in Hawaiian means righteous. How do you know all of this? I don't know. See what I'm telling you? Yeah. yeah I hope yeah, I yeah. forget all of this soon, like because it makes space and frees up. I don't up. know that that's true. I don't know that you have a limited amount. Well, I would rather retain other information. Yeah. Like when we play easy trivia, I would rather know, you know, the capital of Idaho. Which is? Uh, um, come on. Idaho. Uh, Boise. Oh, Boise, Idaho, yeah. duh. I knew Boise. that one. Yeah, yeah. Boise. So okay. is the identity out of the mom's best friend? I don't know. So no one knows I mean, there's some is. pictures that, like, all oh, they say, this is the one. No. And I look, and I'm like, all right. There's speculation. But. Yeah, she's pretty. Oh, yeah. I mean, the big thing about the draft was his mom was with him, and everybody was like, that's the hottest mom that's ever been on the oh, draft. Yeah. 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 yeah, I saw that, too. They They're thought a good-looking they, family. They couldn't figure out if it was mom or his girlfriend. Well, you could. Or maybe you couldn't, because it could have been his girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 This story comes to us from DeKalb County, Georgia. A man was hungry. He saw a little Caesar. He's like, I think I'm going to break into that place. He climbs up on the roof, sees an oven pipe, jumps in, and gets stuck. And gets stuck. The oven pipe, though, is a weird thing to want to go down, mostly because you have to land in an oven. (laughs) Like, if you do get in... It's just not a good landing spot. He probably assumed it was off. Or he didn't know it was an oven pipe. Or that's right, he just a saw chimney. a pipe and saw it went oh, in man. and got stuck in there. He had to call, and it took a firefighters an hour to cut him out. <laughs> Back in my day, you could go into a Little Caesars and eat. Oh, not anymore. Mm, that, that's, that model's dead now. It's hot and ready now. I mean, with up. most Pizza Huts, you can't go in anymore unless it was already built. I don't know, and, and I could be wrong here. I don't know that they're building new Pizza Huts that you go and sit and get to eat pizza. Man, I haven't seen one of those in a Maybe while. Yeah. I see, occasionally I will see the old ones still open. I went into one in a small town 
in Oklahoma had a salad bar still. Oh, and I was wow. Like, oh, this is it. <laughs> yes. Home, home sweet home. Uh, but yeah, okay, Lunchbox. I always like a good criminal that doesn't die but gets taught his ways. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. I mean, your son wants a YouTube channel. How do you feel about that? I don't know. I feel weird about it. I just don't want it to be public, and then I don't want him to be just obsessed with making videos all the time, but maybe that's not such a bad thing. That's what he Eddie does. He yeah. walks around here making reels all day. Yeah, yeah. man. That's my life. He, he can, you know, tap into his creative side. I guess one of his friends has one, and so now he wants to. And he says he'll just do things like the flip the bottle thing where you try to get it to stick or, or land. And I, I told him as long as we can make it private, I don't want anybody else viewing it. He can be the one to view it or me. How old is he? He's going to be 12. What if he makes them and they're all private and then you decide whether or not they can be public? Oh, okay. Can well, I just you do ask, that video yeah. by video? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay. And I just ask because, and I don't know if this is the case or not, but what if it sounds to me in knowing him a little bit, maybe he just wants to go kind of viral. His friends are posting videos. Maybe that's what it is. But what if there's an interest in actual filmmaking mm-hmm. or video making that comes from this? Right. I don't think that's it, but it might be. Or it might happen because of this. So I like it. And I like you keep keeping them private. I just wonder if maybe after a few, say, hey, let's look and we can make this the ones that I think are appropriate public. Okay. Because he can be on your channel. You put him on your Instagram. So it's not that he's not able to be seen. Right. And then just make sure he doesn't talk with anyone and yeah. turn the comments off. Okay, comments. That's a good one. Yeah. Turn I mean, it off. Well, I mean, if, if a video happens to be public. Yes. Okay. You're putting up all the protective walls that mm-hmm. you possibly can while still letting him create and share. And who knows? He may actually be pretty good at it and get better at it if he gets a little bit of um, people being like, hey, is it good? I don't know. Sometimes when people tell me I do stuff good, I'm like, well, I want to do more. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, any way he can tap into uh, creativity or find a hobby or find something that maybe is a hobby that could lead to something else. I'm oh, he wants to do a sports gambling it. channel. Oh. oh right. 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 He's on. He's like, hey, Packers plus three this week, guys. <laughs> that's yeah. his passion. You're not old enough, buddy. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's it for today's show. Goodbye, everybody. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, 
iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. This is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more. Then every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.